Welcome to the LU Moment. Thanks for listening. I'm Shelley Vitanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University. And each week we showcase the great events, activities, programs, projects, and people at Lamar University. I hope you're planning to join us on campus Monday, March 9th at 7.30 p.m. for the Judge Joe J. Fisher Distinguished Lecture Series. This year we are welcoming reporter, correspondent, and news anchor John Dickerson as the 13th speaker in this series. Currently a correspondent for 60 Minutes, Dickerson was previously a co-host of CBS This Morning, Chief Washington Correspondent and Anchor of Face the Nation, and moderator of two CBS News presidential debates during the 2016 presidential campaign. He's also a New York Times bestselling author. His latest book, The Hardest Job, is due out June 9th of this year published by Random House. You know, not many times in Southeast Texas do you get to attend a free event and meet a famous person. Free and famous. That's pretty exciting. Um, I'll be there. I hope to see you there. Go to lamar.edu. Mr. Dickerson is front and center on our homepage, or you can just Google him, and uh, you'll get more information than you could ever want. Really amazing speaker. We're looking very, very forward to this event. Um, There's another event I'd like to invite you to. It's the Recovery and Resiliency Summit, April 17th. I've invited a few guests in studio to talk about this event and the work proceeding as well as you know taking place after it is it's it's an ongoing event I really don't know that much and so that's why I've invited and um, a few guests to the LU moment Dr. Henry Venta he's you're kind of a frequent flyer now I mean you've been here a couple of times uh, welcome uh, Dr. Venta is a professor of management I've got Dr. Ginger Gummelt she's the director of social work at Lamar and Dr. Cindy Stinson she is Dishman's School of Nursing Chair. So welcome to all of you. Thank you. Thank you. Really appreciate you being here. Um, this is, you've, you've done this event uh, a couple of times. No? First time. First time. First, First time. time. Okay. Well, let me, let me ask you this. This is, you're all from different departments and, and it seems like kind of one of those jokes, you know, a lawyer, a businessman, a housewife go into a bar. Da, da, da. I mean, we've got uh, psych, psycho, uh, manager, psychology, social work, nursing, business all coming together. How did this how did this happen and what's the purpose? Well, we started out working together as a group. Uh, we really wanted to make a difference in the community and we were called together as a group. Uh, we really felt the way to go would be something that was interprofessional. One of the big problems that people have is that there's not communication between professionals and we wanted it to come together as a group to have this interprofessional dialogue. And out of that dialogue came the idea that, hey, let's put a summit together for our community in which many people could come together to start a dialogue about how we can respond to disasters, not in the United States necessarily, but what can we do here in Texas, in our community, in 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 Southeast Texas, yes. Okay, Dr. Venta, you were here before talking about a grant that you'd received to study resiliency and recovery. Is this summit a result of that? How does that fit in? Sure. Um, I think you had me here before. And yes. uh, at that time, I was talking primarily about the grant. But since that time, uh, actually right before I came on last time, we had a, we, a, a group at Lamar University that was working primarily on community economic, rec- uh, I'm sorry, on community resiliency and recovery issues, um, got linked to us where we're working primarily on economic recovery and resiliency issues. But our themes were the same, but who we were going to talk to were the same. Uh, and as a result of that, we decided to put things together, right? To partner. So, to partner. Uh, leveraging 
our work is always the best way to get to go resources forward. Resources and assets and Abs- all that. Absolutely. Right. And they we had lots of assets on one side and we had some resources on the other side and so we put those things together. Part of the requirements of the grant uh, is to have some kind of public forum at which we can communicate uh, some of our findings, some of our results, and make the community aware of what we've done and also be able to um, share some of those findings and results so that the community can, can get better. So rather than do a separate summit to yeah. satisfy the grant, why not do all this together? And I think it's come out quite nicely because then we have, uh, we'll have the, because the program has a variety of areas that we're covering, it will, as Cindy said before, allow us to have different kinds of professionals, both from Lamar University, from other parts of the state, and from the community in different fields. So all of a sudden, the people that are working on economic issues are going to hear from some, from some of the work that we've done to think about flooding while mm. simultaneously talking about how recovery has occurred at nursing homes, right? And so a variety of things of that sort put together will bring a diverse community uh, to our to our summit. So kind of a holistic approach to recovery and resiliency. That's right. Correct. Got mm-hmm. it. Um, and so what's the, I mean, really, what do you hope to accomplish through this summit? I think that this is a beginning. Hopefully there will be some networking. Uh, what we're going to bring together is both um, governmental resources, community resources, healthcare resources. We also have a grant that we have used for years, the May McFadden Ward Grant, um, and we have used it for years to uh, bring together into professionals, um, mainly talking about healthcare. But as we all know, when there is disasters such as flooding, hurricanes, or infections that we're talking about even today, uh, it affects every avenue of our community, including not only the economics, but the healthcare, uh, we even have some topics that we're going to talk about compassion fatigue and first responders. Um, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the agenda. So it's a day-long event. Correct. And what, so what can people expect? Um, I think, as Henry said, uh, diverse speakers. Um, we're, we have some of the homeless people that will be speaking at the conference. We also have governmental officials. How do you do that? How do you bring in homeless people to speak? And, and what value do they bring to a summit like this? Well, one of the main focuses that we were looking at are the vulnerable populations, particularly related Mm. to a disaster. Mm -hmm. And so, as Dr. Venta said, you have your nursing people in nursing homes, you have your homeless community. you know, there are just so many. We know that the, the deaf community really faced unique struggles and issues following particularly when I, you know, look back to Hurricane Harvey. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we reach out to the groups that are working directly with these populations, and we've encouraged them to bring their information and knowledge and share it. And so they'll share, this is what happened to us when Harvey hit. This is what happened to us when another right. hit. Well, and this and is how we're impacted, and these are the needs we have uh, that are unique to that vulnerable population. One of the main goals when we started out as a group in our resilience and recovery group was to kind of be a a hub and a repository of information and data and what's the research that's going on out there. Mm -hmm, And then we mm -hmm. also, our second goal then is to disseminate that information. Got it. And so this summit is that piece of this is some of the information that we know is out there that we've gathered 
And then how can we connect that to the community, to the professionals, to those of us that are out there working in the day-to-day so that we can best prepare and then serve when there is another disaster? So so long-term, this is a a, a blueprint. You're creating kind of a blueprint or a how-to. Right. I think it's important to – so the summit says Resiliency and Recovery Summit, two dots, building tomorrow. So it's not just about what happened. Of course, we need to understand what happened and what the needs are and where or continue to be. But we also need to know, well, what are we going to do about this, right? And so in the different areas, we have varying degrees of progress about what we know. For example, we've done a significant amount of work with industry uh, as part of the EDA grant. And industry is essentially fully recovered. Right. In fact, right. there's no issues anymore about that. But right. what have we learned? We've learned things, for example, uh, and this is to put it in contrast to what, what Ginger was talking about, mm-hmm. equally important. But we've learned that, for example, it's very hard when we have plant shutdowns to be able to uh, bring spare parts, motors, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. usually the roads from Houston are all closed. Well, we were an island That's during right. Imelda. You and know, how so, do you get things here? So right. now we've, we've uh, one of the recommendations that we're making and that is supported by lots of industry is to have a hub right by Southeast mm. Texas Regional Airport. Mm. So things will fly in there mm. and then be disseminated out here instead of having to be brought all the way from Houston. Depending on the, on the type of industry, they have the resource to have helicopter coming in all the time, right, but many right. others don't. Right. Uh, we're also thinking about there's so much money spent on satellite telephones in our area Mm -hmm. because every one of the companies has a ton of them that they never use except maybe in a disaster maybe even not the last two disasters actually cell phone worked just fine right so they didn't need it so instead of devoting resource to that why don't we have a small centralized depository of satellite phones that can be then taken out and used wherever it's needed so we're trying to s- go forward. And offer solutions. Offer solutions. Not only in this. I mean, I'm talking about the industry one because it's what I know best. Mm-hmm. But I, it's also the case in healthcare. For example, I, I'm, I'm, int- uh, I'm part of the board at, at Chris's Southeast Texas. Mm-hmm. And how many things we put in place to avoid some of the problems that we had. In right? the past. In right. the past. So, mm-hmm. so it's building mm-hmm. tomorrow. Don't forget about that part because it's not just about this is what happened and and we all say, yeah, yeah, that's – no, what are we going to do about that? And mm-hmm. I think what he's saying is uh, very important because what we hope to do at this summit is present the research, which was the possibly the assessment phase right. of right. what some of the problems are and also present this is what's going forward. We have the major hospital uh, chief nursing officers that will be participating in a panel discussion. Uh, we also have the, the, the director of the health department here in Beaumont that will be taking part in panel. We have Dade Phelan, who will be presenting some of the legislation that has taken place, and Judge Brannick, who's talking about some of the future uh, plans for our area in relation to two uh, disasters, whatever that disaster might be. And it's not just hurricanes or flooding, but it's anything that might come our way. But we see some disasters right now across the world with this coronavirus. I mean, what if we had an infection here? Those are the kinds of things, I guess, that you would be addressing. Correct. And we hope to have an update from our health department here that will talk about what we're doing locally here to be ready for that. And like I said, we have the chief nursing officers that will be on a panel discussion. And so, and um, 
we'll also be talking about compassion fatigue and first mm. line defenders mm-hmm. because we found that was a problem right and it is a problem um Henry mentioned some of the problems with industry, but with the hospitals, one of our major hospitals had problems with water supply. That's right. And because of that, um, it had to close. So what are we doing so that that doesn't happen again? Again. And what is the city doing? And what are the hospitals doing? So you're bringing in all of these stakeholders, as well as, like you you said, um, Ginger, some of these uh, populations that we don't think about. Right. and, And finding out how we can all work together. So who should come to this? I think anyone that has an interest in our community should come. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Not just uh, people that work in the community, but I think lay people should also come. I think uh, that that's very important because they're very much a part of our community. So uh, we are offering continuing nurse education hours. Uh, For this, we're offering social work hours. Uh, so those people very definitely should come. Yeah, are y'all going to tape this? This sounds like really interesting stuff. <laughs> not sure where, first first round, I'm not sure we're taping it, but okay. uh, it will be a great opportunity for people to network and connect with other, with professionals, with other individuals, mm-hmm. uh, researchers, mm-hmm. all of that. Within their uh, career fields and, um, and outside. outside. Because we are all connected, mm-hmm. when especially when it comes to disaster time, right? Right. Yes. And we also have some... Uh, we we need to learn from what others are doing in other communities. So we have a we have one paper and one panelist that are joining us from Texas A&M Corpus, uh, and they of course experience Harvey. Right. We think of Harvey as a flood event. Right. They think of Harvey as wind devastation and wind, right. and and communities being destroyed. That's right. Right. We think of the big industrial concerns here. Mm-hmm. They think about what do we do with this little town mm-hmm. that whose only thing was this, this restaurant on the way to San Antonio. Yeah, got blown away. Um, okay, real quickly, we got to find out logistically how can people get involved. Is there a website? Is there a phone number? Is there a cost? There is a website. Um, uh, it's at Lamar University on the website there. Lamar.edu. Lamar.edu. The conference is April 17th. It's an all-day conference starting about 7.30 registration, and it'll go to about 4 p.m. It's at the Holodome. Uh, cost includes the uh, continuing nurse education hours, social work hours, if those are what someone needs. Also, uh, continental breakfast and lunch and the cost is only $65. And we do have limited number of spaces open for students. Perfect. We haven't talked about students, but we are talking about students from any discipline. Perfect. All right. Great event. April 17th, Lamar University Recovery and Resiliency Summit. Thank you so much for listening to the LU Moment. I am Shelley Vitanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University, the pride of Southeast Texas.